0: Hi everyone, this is Real Talk, where UGA students have authentic conversations with UGA alumni around work, life, school, and career. My name is Destiny Lloyd, and we're back with part two of being Black at a predominantly white institution. Our UGA Mentor Program Ambassador, Kyla Edwards, joins us again to speak with UGA alumnus Cecil III. At UGA, Cecil studied in the Grady College of Journalism and Mass Communication. And minored in political science. After graduating from UGA, he went on to earn his master's in public health from Emory University. Though retired now, he has had a 32-year career at the Center for Disease Control on domestic and global health and has traveled all around the world for his work. Hope you enjoy today's conversation. From the UGA Mentor Program, this is Real Talk.
1: Ella Edwards. I am a third year computer science major here at the University of Georgia, and I, um, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, but I grew up in Suwannee, Georgia, so I grew up uh, just an hour away from UGA. Um, I'm an ambassador for the program. I'm also um, a part of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority, and, uh, Sorority, and um, yeah, I just decided to be here.
2: All right, I'm an IOTA.
1: Oh, okay. What made you attend UGA? New, new uh, journalism school, newspaper journalism. Okay.
2: And and, uh, and uh, you know, there was the best. greater was a supposed to be a very good school. So so I transferred from Southern Law down here because I didn't like it up there, and uh, and that's why I chose it. You know, I'm from Auburn, Alabama, <laughs> uh, and I applied at Auburn, but they didn't accept me. But I, you know, believe it or not, I tr- I transfer. I applied pl- applied at Auburn when I first got out of the military. Okay, I didn't apply to transfer, uh, and they didn't accept me. And I had a B average, and and had completed my freshman year while in the army, but I wasn't an athlete. Okay, so, <laughs> so they weren't as for they weren't as progressive as University of Georgia. Right. Uh. Uh. And they had a Georgia had a lot more black students than Auburn. I think we had probably about a thousand, and Auburn probably had about a hundred, and most of them were athletes. So See, there. and
1: that's so interesting to us because that's one of the things we're still working on today. Like, there's a um, we're looking at 8% of a black population at UGA, and we still feel like that's not enough. So, it's just interesting to hear that you say a uh, thousand was a big number for y'all yeah,
2: back then. That, that was a huge number, you know. That's <laughs> a huge number. Uh, remember now, just uh, what 20 years before, you know, the, the integration really starting to take a foothold. And I was one of the first people to integrate the Auburn high schools, uh, Auburn city school system in <laughs> 1967. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're not, for, for, 1980 it was not far removed from that era, is what I'm trying to say. you know? So, so as far as I'm concerned, Georgia was much more aggressive than a lot of the schools in the South in terms of uh, recruiting and, uh, and, and bringing blacks in, into uh, their university.
1: So I guess since you said it was a thousand students, that kind of leads into my second question of like, what was it like being a black student at UGA during like your time of attendance, your two years here?
2: I didn't have any problems, no racial issues whatsoever, believe it or not. Uh, I never encountered any problems whatsoever, you know, on that on that side of the equation. I can't speak for other students, but I know I did. And. Um, but I mostly hung out with, you know, went to black parties and events and things like that. And, and I was a little more older than uh, the other students because I had spent five years in the army before mm-hmm. I spent two years in Illinois. So <laughs> six years out of high school when I, when I wound up at the university of Georgia. So, so my thinking and what I was doing with my life was quite different than what your average student at Georgia was doing. You know, I, you know, so, yeah. uh, yeah. But you know, it, it was a great, it's great experience. You know, um, if nothing else, you know, you you develop long time friends uh, mm-hmm. and a very important, very critical uh, uh, network. Uh, uh, you know, because these people going to move up organizationally. You know, and. And so you could pull, you could be able to call the vice principal, the president of this, uh, the, you know, uh, the uh, chief operating officer over here, whatever the case may be, you know, you know, these people personally. And we didn't have those kind of opportunities when I came out, you know, I mean, when I, when I, I'm, I'm a first generation college grad, you know, so, so all my connections were in the plants, third shift, second shift, you know, <laughs> no school teachers and all mm-hmm. this stuff, uh, you know, so, um, so I had to leave home, going to Army to, to learn about the importance of a, a college degree. And uh, so when I got out, I took, took advantage of the, the GI Bill and uh, and went to college. And uh, But the University of Georgia was, Athens was a great place. University of Georgia was a great place. I had a great time. And I'm um, still in touch with a lot of my close friends that I hung out with. Um, and, uh, and they're doing very well in their endeavors. And was good uh, to hear I met the love of my life there in Athens and we married we're still married <laughs> thirty four years now, so yeah the different it was great you know I, I, and and because of my experience integrating Auburn University, you know and, I mean Auburn high school uh when you got surrounded by all these students and you're like four or five, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and we're being called names and and you know and uh and basically. Being told that you're a second-class citizen at a critical point in your 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 your, your age when you're transitioning uh, from elementary school to junior high, from sixth to seventh grade, and uh, you know you lose a lot of your uh, self-esteem, your confidence, and a lot of things, and, and you know I left that system quite broken, uh, but the army kind of built those things back up, my self-esteem, <laughs> my confidence, and and uh, so. Um, so I can I, when I came, I had a different attitude and, and, uh, and, uh, I wasn't a scholar, you know, but I got it done, you know, I got, yeah. I got to get my degree.
1: You know. See, I think that's interesting because when you, when you say you had like a great time, I'm like, I don't think I've had a bad time. Like, of course I do go to the black parties as well, but just when I'm not in, a you know, in a black space, like, you know, on a bus or like on campus, I've had experiences where it's like, I, it's a full bus and an empty seat next to me and a white student would just choose to stand up instead of riding next to me. And I, that was like my, one of my first experiences here um, being on campus because I moved off campus um, my second year. But yeah, as a freshman, I was just like plenty of times where I just had to sit with my backpack because it was just students who wouldn't ride with me. And so I'm surprised that you had, you know, like, more positive experiences um, when I guess, when racism was like way more overt than it is now, like there are a bunch of microaggressions now, but I feel like they would have been, you know, more vocal back when you had um, attended UGA. Uh,
2: well, no, I've never had any problems whatsoever. I and mean, we didn't we didn't have buses then either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stayed in Cresswell. I was in Cresswell hall. Oh wow. Then I moved off campus, but people, but you know, it's, the law says you can't discriminate. You can't do that, but you know, you can't, you can't make a person have a certain attitude. I had to learn to look at life, look at, at at the world in grays. Everybody I see is a gray color, (laughs) not black, not white, not Brown, not yellow, but gray. And, uh, and what you bring in front of, you know, what you encounter me with, whether it be your attitude, whatever the case may be, you know, you're all right with me. You know, so, uh, you you know, you're the negative. Then you you know, you need to move on. But you know, positive and right. you got some say to me. We we can hang out, drink beer, whatever the case may be. You know, but uh, uh, but we still got issues out there. So, but you know, you, you guys can make a change. I mean, you you're 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 taking over now. My generation retiring. You know, we're moving on, and, and uh, uh, you guys can make significant. Uh, uh progress and and, and uh and moving beyond that um, you know, we got greater issues than this to deal with in the world right you know, society in general you know but uh, some people just not gonna ever change no matter what you do but i think I think clearly it's a minority now back in my day it was a majority that had that attitude yeah you know, it was it was a, it was, mm-hmm. a uh, it was a way of life okay that was being taken from them and uh and they looked at black people as as you would look at a pet in your house okay all right seriously <clears throat> uh, that's what they thought of us it had to do with with uh, uh, uh control empowerment and economics okay uh uh we were slaves uh and they didn't want to share the wealth <laughs> you know and they wanted to keep us ignorant because they didn't allow you to read and, you know, slave you don't teach slave how to be a slave. So a lot of the problems we have in our community are driven by uh, information that was incorrect. Right. <laughs> okay. To me, like I said, Georgia, Georgia more progressive than than, than Alabama. That's why I'm never going back. Mm, yeah. I'm staying here in Georgia. I'm not going back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I understand. It, I get, yeah. I've
2: been in my retirement home right here in Atlanta area. So.
1: Okay. Since you are a part of the mentor program, what do you think makes you a great mentor? Like, what have your past or current um, mentor relationships taught you?
2: Uh, actually, actually, I'm I'm a more of a mentor for those who uh, uh, don't see themselves as college material, uh, probably okay. average uh, a person. Uh, I graduated from high school, probably the bottom ten percent of my class. Hmm. Okay. But it had nothing to do with my capabilities. It had to do with my self-esteem. Okay, I had been uh, uh, convinced that I couldn't do what was put before me, okay? Uh, because the teachers, nobody intervened in, in, the, in the abuse. And we didn't have psychiatrists, uh, counselors to talk to. You know, we were just thrown in the fire, okay? And you dealt with yeah. it. A lot of people survived it, like me and a lot of, most of them didn't, you know. Looking at that background, there are a lot of, still a lot of brothers and sisters, you know, with that failing in high school, uh, 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 not really performing well academically in high school. And, and it's because they've been, they convinced themselves they can't do it. The challenge is doing it without somebody telling you to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: How to manage your time, okay? Uh, but if you understand why you're there and you're working toward that goal and making mm-hmm. sure you're focus, putting more focus on that than the partying and the distractions, you know, then, you know, you you can, you can get through this and, and, and make it, you know? I mean, what do you, even if you come out as a C student, you can't graduate a D student, but you can graduate a C student, right? Yeah. So what do, you, what do you call a doctor who graduates last in his class? A doctor. A doctor. He still gets his medical degree and does be, be a surgeon and anything else he wants to be. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's not so that's not the case. Just get through it. If it is just a C, you you're a C student. There's not any resources available. There's scholarships and things like that for for you. You know, but still, uh, uh, you can you can get through this if if you just have the right attitude. Yeah. Uh, so. So I, you know, I, I like to encourage young people, and, and you know, just to be frank with them and tell them, you know, look at look at my life, how, how you know how how I came out, you know, and uh, I mean I had everything working against me, uh, poverty, single parent, okay, Alabama, uh, racism. I mean, with whites only signs still up in restaurants and and restrooms at the county uh, courthouse and stuff. This stuff was going on in my ear, okay. So I had every reason to fail, but but I but I didn't, you know. Um, See,
1: so. I think um, I think that's important, like in a mentor, because I feel like my mom's a teacher, and I feel like she has the same mentality where, really, you just need like a lot of like a lot of black students are just you know sent immediately to the principal's office because they're acting out, but they don't have teachers to assess why or what, or you know, what's going on at home or, you know, what they're going through. They're just like, you're acting out. We don't know how to handle you. But there is, I, I also feel like it's because they can't connect or they don't want to take the time on that student. But I feel like you, like you being a mentor that does focus on why you have a reason to succeed is very important for other Black students because that's exactly what my mom does. They always put the, um, the trouble kids in her class, and those kids came out straight as students because she took the time on them and she, you know, you know, showed them their worth and showed them that they were smart and you know gave them things that they could succeed in rather than, you know, just always sending them off for, you know, for acting out or not being good enough, you know, not being a part of class. So I think it's, it's very important what you do.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and that, you're right, and and that that uh, uh, she's standing in the gap. You know, a lot of people say, well, it ain't my job. It's the parents' job. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the wrong attitude. Um, like I said, some of us are still locked in time. We have not moved forward. The uh, generational, <laughs> you know, and, and their kids are exposed to what they're exposed yeah. to, you know. So they're not being taught things that they need to know. So when, when people like your mom encounter them, right, you teach one, you reach one. Yep. So whatever environment you get them in, you know, uh, the f- basketball court or whatever case may be, you, you have to stand in and, and, and stand the gap and, and, and do that uh, because they're just like I said, you know, this mm-hmm. uh, uh, we, we come from different backgrounds and different socioeconomic s- situations and, and a, a lot of even students you probably see in Georgia now, you know, probably came out of uh, situations like that, you know. Uh, and those are the ones that probably tend to do better than the ones who comes out, out at, you know, upper middle class and middle class families, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
2: they, they don't want to go back to that. They're they're working towards something, <laughs> you know? Their goal is to get out of this situation and make sure my family doesn't have to go through what I went through. There are still a lot of barriers that we have to have to, uh, that we're up against, you know, And, and but, but uh, uh, we can tear down those barriers, you know, um, by reaching out to others and, and helping them to, and teaching them and, you know, uh, 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 what they need to be thinking about. So you have to do what you can do, what little you can do right there in Athens, you know, mm-hmm. in some of the other local schools, you know, uh, even in junior high school or uh, elementary school.
0: I was curious to hear from Kyla about like, what was your experience like getting into UGA? Oh, um. Um,
1: I guess when I was a student, since I was like raised with Gwinnett, I did have a lot of like a lot more opportunities than the students did in Atlanta. So pretty much like most of my graduating class, like pretty much everybody who um, applied got accepted because I was, I did, I took uh, 11 AP classes. I was in like, you know, four or five extracurriculars. Um, and I was, I was just very involved in I had a 4.0 GPA, so, like, it wasn't really, like, I guess, a hard school to get into for me, but that was because my mom was a teacher, and she had been granted me very young, like, hey, y'all need to go to school, like, that's, education is the most important thing you can get, and so she was saying it from experience, and also just because she wanted us to succeed, so it wasn't, like, I did have a lot of opportunities, I did have a lot of people guiding me to that because of my, um, you know, my environment, but, but I did, but then I also had to apply for financial aid and things like that because my mom was a single parent. She was a teacher, you know, she had three kids and I'm a twin. So also my, my sister's also in school, like um at the same time as me. So it's like, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have been able to pay for, you know, two kids going to school at the same time on a teacher salary. So it was like, okay, well now since I did get in, I now have to further do my part by you know finding these scholarships, finding these resources. But that was just because I was informed, and it was it was you know just like an easy thing for me to do. Versus, I know a lot of other students that don't um, don't have those opportunities. Like my friend, he um, he graduated from Clark Central, and he does go to Albany State now. But he was saying that like their counselors, they don't they don't talk to them about anything at Clark Central. They don't they don't have like AP classes. They don't they don't they don't, they don't they're not. Given the same resources that you would give to an affluent county like Gwinnett, so it is a big difference in how we experience life from Gwinnett to like Athens-Clarke County, and I do feel like they need to, like, if anything, I feel like Georgia kind of overlooks the Athens population when it comes to, you know, teaching them what they need to know because I feel like we have like we have an outreach program called Days where it goes to places in Atlanta to recruit students who may be eligible to go to Georgia. However, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, why do we go all the way to Atlanta when we're not talking to the students who are here? Like, we should be building up the community around us instead of going all the way to Atlanta to fix, you know, to find more black students. But um, that's just just my, you know, point of view on on that issue. Mm
2: -hmm. And I told you how to fix the problem. Yeah. (laughs) You know, exactly. You, know, you get some of the other students, and and, uh, and 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 ask the principals, can you come out and talk to those kids? They're they mm-hmm. say no. You know, we do a lot of that. I ought to do a lot of that. You know, in in DeKalb County. Uh, so that's that's our focus, I guess, in the community. But uh, you know, do what you can and bring other black students into the fold. Uh, and uh, perhaps you can feel that gap. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't go to Georgia, at least they know is there there aren't any barriers to going to college. Right. And uh, and because you know your mom's right, you know it is valuable, especially for blacks. You know we, you can't get in the door without it.
1: Yeah,
2: you just can't. You can't get into you know high paying and and management level jobs. You know without without the degree. We don't have you know we don't have the network. <laughs> you know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Get to pull that off so so don't be afraid to reach out and 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 to other black students, even they probably you know would j- help jump in and help you I'm sure that you know that you know they 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 it needs to be you because they need to, they need to hear from somebody you know mm-hmm. from that community somebody else of color but black that that you know yeah. that they can relate to and 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 uh, and uh, and know that they're uh uh there's uh opportunities for me outside of, of what, what I kind of vision, you know, my, mm-hmm. my future at this point. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I've traveled all over the world. I've worked in embassies in 15 countries and work, you know, I met with ambassadors and, and uh, built uh, national programs to save people lives and uh, uh, from, from dying from AIDS and, and, you know, I mean, uh, it was was it was, it was a, a great experience, you know. And you know what um, else? Have it, it,
1: any wrap up any thoughts about being uh, a black student at a PWI? Yeah,
2: graduating University of Georgia and that's that. You know, I mean it's it's uh, uh it's a it was a major accomplishment for me, right? And uh and I and I got it done. So and I wouldn't give any, anything to to trade that experience and uh, for anything in the world.
1: I appreciate you for sharing today and uh, taking the time out to talk to us on this episode.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cecil. It was a pleasure hearing from you and learning about your journey and all of your wisdom that you have and um, especially encouraging the next generation to learn and find resources to help them further their lives and careers too. Kyla, any la- last words on, you know, your experience as a Black student at a predominantly white institution, and um, any last thoughts that you would want to leave for for any peers?
1: Um, I do think that we are granted a lot of the same opportunities, so we should take them. We do have a lot of high excelling students here that are Black, and so um, I just encourage everybody to keep doing their best and keep you know showing them that we we belong here because there are some experience like you know sometimes that we may not feel like we belong we are made to feel like this isn't our space but it is our space and we got here the same way as everybody else did so um i just encourage all the other black students and um even just other people of color maybe uh, the latinx students because their population is even smaller than ours you know just continue to you know work hard and prove yourself and you know just Just be your best at UGA until you get your degree.
0: Real talk for real dogs.